Hello and welcome to the CDO Magazine interview series. I'm Jeffrey Dobin with Duality Technologies, and today I have the pleasure of talking with Tom Marlowe, Head of Data and Analytics at Farmers Insurance. Welcome, Tom. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, Jeff. Good morning. Great to be here. Great to be talking with you today. I'm wondering, are there any, you don't need to give me specific data set names, but do you think that there's data that exists today that would be helpful for farmers to be more, to offer a more customized approach, yet you, you might not be able to get access to that for, for, for various reasons? It's a great question. It's one that um, starts to entangle itself in um, kind of the ethical use of data and the appropriate use of data. and not just farmers, but I think insurance companies at large have really been looking for uh, those kinds of, I'll call them new and novel data inputs to help really reduce the cost of your policy. So if we can understand that you're a lower risk than the peanut butter spread, then that can often get you a cheaper rate. We only want to you know, charge the rate required for your level of risk. And so if we can get to that, it's a win-win for everyone. You're going to want to come to farmers because it's a better price and you know we're comfortable because we know more about you and so we know that you're covered appropriately. So some of those inputs could be, hey, if you chose to open up your Facebook, for example, to your insurance company, which might sound a little weird, but uh, at the let's say let's say it's a health insurance company and you're on your Facebook page and you're um, I don't know, smoking cigars, right? That could have an adverse effect on your health. And so uh, that would obviously be a negative risk and maybe the the insurance company chooses not to use, like we're not going to increase your price based on knowing that because then you're not going to give access to your Facebook anymore. But there could be other things that, I don't know, you are um, wearing a life jacket or what what have you, right? That could give insight into more safe behavior. So. I think that there's certainly um, sources of data that are kind of on that edge of very personal, but could be used for good or for bad. That um, that's kind of the the future of what all do we want to share, and and you know these ideas of of blockchain around what you want to grant to companies about you and your profile and the things that you do. Um, it, it certainly is an opportunity space, but I don't think we're quite there yet on some of it. Yeah, you're hitting on something interesting where consent may be granted at a certain point in time by different individuals, which will ultimately increase, or I should say improve their own customer experience. But that comes out of trade-off of making that data accessible. And then there's different ways or reasons it can be used. Like Even as you were mentioning the cigar thing, I was thinking, hmm, maybe the golfer is less risky than the the person you know racing cars, but is the golfer more likely to smoke cigars? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's right. That's right. And you know, if you go back to your GPS coordinates one, you know, uh, certainly an insurance company could use that to identify: Hey, are you in riskier intersections that might drive your price up? Or and, and maybe we ignore that. That's been kind of the general trend: is we're not going to ignore the things that would increase your risk. Uh, or we're going to ignore the things that increase your risk, but rather maybe we can use that in order to give you insights into, hey, if you took a different way to work, it's actually 
you know, 26% safer if you take this other route that maybe only adds a minute to your, to your uh, commute. So, you know, there, there's certainly different approaches that we can take to the data that you would uh, potentially share. That, that is an awesome example because here you are giving your own customer actionable insight on how to behave and live safer, which can reduce their costs, but then also give them a safer route, which everyone, I shouldn't say everyone, but I'm generalizing here. Most people might want to be safer, especially someone who recently had the child, for example, right? So uh, that, that's that's where I think this gets really fun. And now you're you're creating a win-win situation. Everyone wins in that situation, farmers plus your customer, right? And maybe yeah. there's an additional benefit where there's less traffic if they take that alternative route too. <laughs> you got it. That, that's the win-win we're after. Absolutely. So Tom, we hear a lot of talk and chatter around advanced analytics. And this isn't just something that impacts insurance, it's finance and healthcare and, and pretty broad, but it's obviously very important, but there's this question that I have around why isn't it easier to deliver on requests and needs around advanced analytics? What are the challenges that, that come into play? Yeah, the uh, the space of advanced analytics has you know, obviously evolved a lot in even the past five or 10 years. And the ability to capture large sets of data and integrate them uh, in a um, less expensive, I won't say inexpensive, but a less expensive way is, is fairly, it's fairly new. And so you have a lot of, Hey, we can capture this data now, but historically for hundred year old companies like ours, or, you know, that data wasn't always captured. And so it is challenging, um, to connect kind of the old and the new, especially when it comes to things like data, data quality or, data governance, which is also kind of another at scale new uh, investment area. And so, um, you know, this data as an afterthought is always a challenge. Let's make sure that we're capturing the data that we need ahead of time. Let's get it integrated. If we don't do that up front, if, if it is an afterthought and we want to go back and retroactively capture this data to make it available, it is exponentially more expensive and time consuming in order to do that. And so it's, you know, it's always this, um, it's always this challenge. You, you think about, I, I view it as kind of two different focus areas. You have uh, application development for the new features that you need. And then you have data management to capture all of the insights. You know, we talked about KPIs and instrumentation and advanced analytics earlier. You have to have the feature and function, right? You know, we, we have to build that. But the data often uh, in the estimate that we provide could be, well, we'll do that later, or we don't want to pay that today. And then it, you know, it becomes a challenge six months from now when you roll out those new features. Uh, so I, I do have one example that, I, that uh, came to mind when I was thinking about this capturing of information. So uh, for those who have been in the financial services industry, um, there's there's this concept of fiduciary responsibility. And a few years ago, this regulation came out. And uh, essentially what it is, is as a fiduciary, so let's say um, your financial advisor, if he's going to place you in a, an investment vehicle or she is going to place you in an investment vehicle, it has to be a, a vehicle that's appropriate for you. 
to meet your goals because your financial advisor is working on your behalf. It can't be about, oh, but this is going to get me a larger uh, commission. No, it's got to be about Jeff and, and his goals. And so, you know, a lot of large financial institutions were worried about this regulation and wanted to go back and, and retroactively make sure have all of my financial advisors been placing customers in the appropriate uh, uh, investments in order to meet their goals? And at scale, this is really tough to check, right? So they had people kind of spot checking, hey, Jeff is, you know, this income, this demographic wants to retire, you know, when he's 55 and so many years and matching that up to the investments that they were actually placed in. And this, you know, hugely time consuming. Well, the data team raised our hand and said, hey, we think that we can automate that through analytics. And so as we dug into it, we found we absolutely could, but we could only do it going forward. So we could not give an analysis uh, of whether or not it has been the case because we didn't keep that information. And so it was a huge gap that we still had to go back and manually do a bunch of work because we didn't capture that info. If we had, as requirements up front, built that system to capture that information would have literally saved hundreds of thousands of dollars. So it's just an example of retroactively trying to deal with data is so much more expensive and time consuming and frustrating for our business partners. It's a great example you just provided. Thanks for sharing that, Tom. What it made me think of as this is analogous here, but for anyone that watches any of the crime or mystery shows, but I was thinking if you're detective and 30 years ago you don't know what you don't know but as you're checking a crime scene what information and data are you capturing and putting away um, to refer to for court and to prove your case etc and you know back in the day you couldn't check dna that wasn't even a thought but if you captured enough information from a crime scene enough data when technology caught up to it now you have something that is black and white and you can confirm does the DNA match and is this the, is the suspect or the person that is, is serving a sentence now? Is this the actual person, right? And I think that's so similar to what you're saying. I mean, there is a scenario from the past where the data wasn't captured and now you have to go back manually, but for the future, you have everything. And I think it's just another example to validate what you're saying. Capture as much as you can and then you can figure out later or you could have technology and advanced analytics figure out how to make sense of it. That's well said, Jeff. I mean, it's it, in those cases, it's really coming down to forensics. And if you didn't capture it, you, you know, you're not going to be able to assess it. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so thanks for sharing that example. So I know we're running out of time. I appreciate you spending a few extra minutes with us, Tom. Before we, we close things out, if you could in, a, in one minute or less, you know, if you could share, what are your top key takeaways for IT professionals looking to capitalize on data? Yeah, it's it's really building not just the partnership with business, with your business folks. You know, that's obvious, but establishing that common approach, that that common uh, vocabulary around what are the categories of data that we know we need to capture, and what are the outcomes that we're after? So I mentioned earlier those three areas. So certainly we want to capture the KPIs. You know, we're investing in this thing. We want to be able to measure its efficacy, right? Are we realizing the benefits that we had originally discussed? Instrumenting your data 
instrumenting your process or capturing that data that's not necessarily obvious, the the clicks and how long the process took and where your customers deviating from from the plan. And then finally, the advanced analytics, a lot of this kind of forensic data that we've been talking about, uh, but to make sure that we're cap capturing that detail, even if it's not obvious what we're going to use it for, let's capture that in information uh, today in order to enable tomorrow. And so building this kind of crawl, walk, run picture with your business partners of, well, what's if you if we really look at run, what's industry leading? What's out there in the future? And you can tie these things back to the data that would be needed to support it. Having that partnership and making sure that those conversations happen with every investment that we make between business and IT is paramount. So build that relationship. Make sure you're capturing the data. It's going to enable so much value on, on the back end. Awesome. Well, Tom, thank you very much for joining us today. To those listening, please visit cdomagazine.tech for additional interviews. This conversation's been great. Thank you. My pleasure. Thanks, Jeff.